Welcome to an overcoming life. Uh, we have uh, Isaac back with us to share with us again a continuation of what he was talking about and whatever else God may give him. So get the wax out of your ears and listen closely. This is your blessing. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about the God of miracles. And, um, you know, as Christians, we serve the God of miracles. God has revealed himself through Jesus as the God of miracles. Um, Jesus said in John chapter 14 that whosoever has seen him mm -hmm. has seen the Father. Well, everywhere that Jesus went, miracles happened. And wherever faith is exercised in Jesus today, miracles still happen. Praise God. Uh, Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. And so um, whoever is diseased today, if you have a disease in your body, a terminal illness, pain, sickness, whatever the issue might be, if you will show Jesus that you have faith in him as your healer, he will come and heal you. Amen. See, many people have shown <laughs> Jesus that they have faith in him as Savior, right. and he saved them. But it's the same with Jesus being our healer. When we show him that we receive him as our healer, praise God, we don't look to others, we look to him. Then he comes and he honors our faith and he becomes that which he had revealed himself to be in his word. See, he wants to be everybody's healer. He's revealed himself in his word as healer. Yet many people remain sick and in pain and suffering because they have not got a revelation of Jesus Christ as their personal healer as their personal deliverer, praise God. And so, um, also I want to say this to you. If you're sick, you're in pain, you have a disease, and you have not yet been healed, but you have put your faith in Jesus as your healer, do not give up. Amen. See, because the Bible says that uh Faith must have her, I mean, uh, patience must have her perfect work. Yes, we must be patient and wait on the Lord. See, there's two things that must be coupled together. That's faith and patience. The Bible says through faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. So many people think, well, faith is instant. If I say, Jesus, you're my healer, instantly I've got to be healed. And if it don't happen, then the Bible's a lie and Jesus isn't a healer. But that's nowhere in the word of God. Amen. I'll give you an example. And we talked about this the other day uh, on the telephone, I believe. Yeah. Um, Luke chapter 18, and I want you to listen to this as it pertains to your faith in Jesus as your healer, as your miracle worker. The Bible says, And Jesus spake a parable unto them to this end, 
that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Will he not avenge you, his very elect, from sickness, from disease, from pain, though he very bear very long with us, praise God, oftentimes, if we continue to cry day and night unto Him, He will hear us and He will come and He will make His promise known. But don't you understand, praise God, many times it's through our patience. It's through our even suffering, amen that we are able, praise God, to see Christ in all of His glory, praise God. And many times it's through things that we go through that allow our vision to be um, illuminated, praise God, that we can see how wonderful the Lord is, praise God, and we see how much we need Him, and we see how futile the help of man is. See, I want to tell you, so many people say, yes, I trust in Jesus, but they really trust in man more than Jesus, even though man can't even help them. There was a man named King Asa, and he had seen the Lord give him many victories, and he became diseased in his feet. You remember that? And the Bible says instead of seeking the Lord, he sought the physicians to heal him, and the Lord took him. Wow. Said so he's, he's, instead of seeking the Lord, believing the Lord to heal him, he sought the physicians, and the Lord took him. Now, I agree with you that doctors are doing great things. Amen. But I want to tell you, we need look no further than Jesus of Nazareth, the healer. He is the same. Yesterday and today and forever. We looked from gadget to gadget, from medicine to medicine until your pill cabinet's so full, every time you open it, they all fall out on the floor. <laughs> And by the time you pick them all up, you need another medicine to help you back. <laughs> I want to tell you, praise God, there's a pill called the gospel. Yes. And it saves and it heals and delivers and it sets the captives free. But so oftentimes what we do is we say, well, Lord, I'm believing you. But in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, I'm going to take this pill. I'm going to put this gadget on, my, on me. I'm going to go to this doctor and that doctor until I don't even have time to seek you like I should be because I'm going to so many doctor's appointments. Man, 
The Lord is saying, am I not enough? Have I not taken 39 stripes upon my back for your healing? Is that not enough? Don't you know that I love you with an everlasting love? Why do you put your confidence in man? Why do you put your trust in princes? Why can't you look to me and allow my healing virtue to come and make you whole? See, because many of you, if the Lord healed you, you say, well, I don't know if it was the Lord that healed me or the medicine I was taking. I don't know if it was the Lord that healed me or the gadget that the doctor gave me. And the Lord says, all you need to do is put all your inventions, all your ideas, every plan that you have aside and say, Jesus, you're enough. You can heal me. You can heal me. But whether you heal me or you don't heal me, Lord, I put my trust in you as my healer and I believe that you're enough. It reminds me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Amen. That, those, that, that wicked king that wanted them to bow down to that idol. And they said, listen, we're not bowing down to your idol. Our God is able to deliver us from that fiery furnace that you're threatening to throw us in. Mm -hmm. But even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow. <laughs> and you know what happened? They yeah. threw them in that fiery furnace yeah. that was so hot that when they opened the door, the seven men, I believe it was, that went to throw them in, they were killed by the heat yeah. of that fire yeah. coming out of there. But when they threw them in there, that was the last thing they ever did. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the last thing that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ever did. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because the king looked in there and he said, didn't we just throw three men in there? Who's that fourth man? I want to tell you who he was. His name is Jesus. Amen. He's the fourth man. And he was in that fire with them. Not only was he in there with them, but he protected them from the heat. The Bible says he came, they came out of the fire without even the smell of smoke upon them. Not one hair on their head singed by the fire. Praise God. Why? Because they had put their complete trust in Jesus. Can I say something real yes. quick? Uh, there's two things that have become very real to me recently. And... Um, I know God is our healer. He can use doctors. He can use medicine. He can heal supernaturally. But God made you, and God's the one that healed you. So uh, that's brought comfort, knowing that uh, I'm made in God's image. Amen. I'm His creation, and that it's His will above all that I prosper and that I'm in health, even as my soul prospers. But another thing that's uh, blessed me and uh, I've clung to is the fact that when Jesus was here, there was not one person that came up to him and asked him to heal them, and he turned them away and said, no, I, I'm not going to do it, or I don't have time, or go away, you're bothering me. No, he healed all. Amen. Regardless. Amen. And 
He's the same today as he was yesterday. I'm sorry. But those two things just oh, become my. real to me in the battles that I've been fighting lately. Yes. Well, we we all remember the, the, the little woman who had an issue of blood mm-hmm. for 12 years, had spent all of her money on physicians and grew, didn't get better, but rather grew worse. Yes. And um, so she heard about Jesus. She heard about the miracles. And she said, these worthless physicians, they haven't done anything but rob me. I'm worse than I was when I began. I lost all my money in the process. That's right. Now they're telling me I can't even go out into society. I'm a threat to humanity. I'm I'm supposed to be quarantined, you know. And uh, she said, listen, I'm I'm tired of all this mess. I'm going to touch Jesus. And, uh, you know, she went out, even though she wasn't supposed to be anywhere around the public because of her infirmity, her disease. And she went through that crowd, pressed through that crowd, using the last strength that she had, and she reached out. And she made a declaration as she was going. She said, I shall be made whole. Her statement of faith. Hallelujah. And she hit her point of contact with him of his garment. Glory. And that's what happened. What happened, brother? Well, he, he felt virtue, which means that he knew that she had touched him in faith. That Hallelujah. someone had touched him. Not just him, him yeah. casually, but she was intentional. Amen. She was there with that on her mind and her heart, and she knew as soon as she touched that it would happen. But, and, That's beautiful faith. And that Jesus said, what did he say? He said, somebody's touched me. Yeah, somebody touched me. And, and the disciples, you know how wise they are. You know? they, they, they said, Lord, look around you. People are touching you all around. And Jesus said, no, no, no. Somebody's touched me with faith. See, that's the difference. Amen. And there he looked at this little woman down, crumpled down, knelt down, trembling, the Bible said. She didn't know what he was going to do. And he said, who touched me? She said, it was me. You know what Jesus said? He said, your faith has made you whole. Amen. You know what faith in Jesus does? It makes you whole. Praise God. It makes you whole. So, you know, sometimes when you are faced with an infirmity and you feel all has failed, you feel your faith is weak. Praise God. You need to just get all the scriptures you can on Jesus' healing power out of the Word of God and begin to meditate on them, begin to listen to them, begin to speak them. Praise God. Just surround yourself with an atmosphere of faith in the healing scriptures of God. Yes. Praise God. And and keep on doing it even when your flesh says, I've heard enough healing scripture. I don't want to hear one more healing scripture. I don't want to quote one more healing scripture. You just say, I'm going to keep on doing it. I'm going to keep on doing it. Why? Because you just, the flesh is weak. 
but the spirit is willing. Praise God. And we've just got to keep walking in the spirit, declaring the word of God, declaring that Jesus is our healer. Praise God. Declaring that his miracle that he has for us belongs to us. Amen. And don't give up. Be like that little widow woman. That little widow woman, praise God. And when you feel like you're too weak to say anything else, get somebody else to speak it over you, praise God. Say, I've, I've done it until I'm tired. I can't do it anymore. And that's why you got a husband, hopefully. Or that's why you got a wife. Or that's why you got a son. Or that's why you got a daughter, praise God. And if you don't have anybody, praise God for YouTube. You can turn on YouTube and, and you can turn on uh, somebody that's reading the healing scriptures for hours. And you can just sit there and lay in the presence of the Lord and turn it on and just listen to it, praise God. And, and, and if you can do nothing else but lift up one little pinky and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, that's good preaching. <laughs> that's good. Hallelujah. See, because we've got, to, we've got to get into an atmosphere of faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, this world is constantly trying to fill our hearts with doubt. Yeah. with unbelief but what happens is when we begin to get in that faith mode like what we're talking about that faith that doubt and unbelief and that fear and all that it hates to be around that atmosphere so it'll start fleeing away and we'll get filled more and more with faith praise God glory that's good I remember I, I was uh, down um, I was praying for the sick in the Funiac Springs, Florida, some years ago, and we were seeing people get healed. At the end, I was I was so tired, ready to go home, and a lady came up to me and she said, "There's a young lady, 23 years old. She's dying in the Fort Walton Beach Medical Center. She's been in a coma for three weeks. Mm. All of her organs are shutting down, mm. and um, they're." pressuring the mother to sign a release form to take her off um, life support, life support mm -hmm. and just let her die. Mm -hmm. She said, I know you've got faith. Well, well, why, why does one person have faith and the other one doesn't? It's because you cultivate it. It's because you feed it. You got to feed that faith. Amen. How? Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God, praise God. So we're leaky people. We've got to continually, we've got to continually fill that faith reservoir, praise God, with the word of God. And so I'd been up praying and seeking God, spending time in the word before the miracle service that morning. And, and so she said, you've got faith. I believe you can come. Would you come and pray for? And, uh, <clears throat> I felt like going home and going to bed. I'd been up praying. But you know what she she said? Uh, she said, I'll drive. You just ride. I was wanting to say, I'll pray for her at home, you know, as I doze off to sleep. But the Lord spoke to me, and he said, you go with her and, and pray for her. So I, I got in the van with her, and she drove us about an hour, hour and a half or so to the hospital. We walked in, and they had a little room there where Mother 
was had been staying those weeks. She was just a nervous wreck, being pressured to take her daughter off yeah. life support, had been through such a traumatic time. Yeah. And by the way, when her daughter went into the coma was the time when her firstborn child was being born. Oh she had complications God. and went into a coma. And so they had her little baby. Um, and as a matter of fact, they had put the picture of the baby above the girl's bed in case she ever came out of the coma, which she hadn't so that she would see her when she first came out. But they were getting ready to unplug her from life support. And I went in and the lady that brought me that knew the mother and knew the family, she said, I'm, she introduced me, said, this is a minister and uh, I've asked him to come and uh, pray for uh, your daughter. Do you mind? And she said, she said, no, I don't mind, but it's not going to do any good. Because she was hopeless. Yeah. She didn't have faith. Isn't it good that when you don't have faith, God will send somebody into your life that does? Because iron sharpens iron. We need one another, praise God. We need to strengthen and, and encourage and pray one for another, praise the Lord. And so so she said, uh, she said, it doesn't matter. Uh, he can pray, but it's not going to do any good. Suddenly the word of the Lord came to me and said, tell her that she shall live and not die, that this sickness is not unto death. So I, sp I spoke it to her, and um, <clears throat> she said, well, I just don't believe it. Mm. And a boldness rose up on in me, Brother Frank, and, I, and it and afterwards I said, Oh my, I can't believe I just said that. I, I felt like I was being rude, but sometimes it seems like the Spirit of God is being rude, but he's just trying, praise God, to get across our our wormy little minds, you know. Yeah. Our, our attitudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I said, I said, ma'am, it doesn't matter what you believe. I said, God's going to do it, and then you'll believe it. And then after I said it, I said, oh, no. What if, what if, I'm, what if I'm making a mistake? You know, see, that's the war. Yeah, well, if I pray and nothing happens. Nothing. That's the war between the flesh and the spirit. That is why it's so important for us to be militant about getting this word into us. Because we're living in a world full of doubt and unbelief. And so if we're going to win this war, we've got to get more of the word in us than the world. Praise God. And so I, the, the lady that brought me led me back into the ICU intensive care unit. Here's this girl laying there, looks so sad and pitiful, has tubes in her every which way. And I didn't know what to say. I didn't have any eloquence. I walked over to her and I laid my hands on her and I began to sing, Jesus loves me. Oh. This I know for the Bible tells me. So that's what began to come out. A little ch child song. Yeah. Jesus loves me. Listen, as I sung that song, the whole atmosphere in that room began to change and Jesus walked in that room and touched that girl and her eyes opened and she came out of that coma Lord God. 
And they did every test they could on her. Every organ was completely normal. Everything in her body was completely healed. She went home out of that hospital after they'd done every test imaginable, not understanding how in the world this could happen. They sent her home in a few days after she came out of that coma. Glory. And the last I talked to that lady that took me there, she said that girl was on Facebook just right before that testifying to the glory of God what he had done. It's awesome. Listen, we yeah. serve a God of miracles. But what we got to do is we've got to put out of our lives everything that does not work faith in us. Praise God. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. Our enemy is doubt. Our enemy is unbelief. Our enemy is fear. Praise God. His word is truth. Hallelujah. When we get the word in our hearts, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Free of sin, free of sickness and disease, free of, of pain, free of poverty and lack, free of everything of the curse. The word of God shall make you free. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Isaac, before we get short of to run out of time, would you pray for the people out there? Absolutely. Thank you. If you would just stretch your hands forth in the name of Jesus and receive the anointing of the Lord. I break off every bit of every suicidal thought of these people in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of hopelessness, I bind you in Jesus' name and I command you to go now from these people under my voice in Jesus' name. I release the spirit of faith and praise God into their living rooms, into their bedrooms, into their places of work wherever they're watching wherever they're listening right now and I say be made whole in Jesus name every sickness and every disease I command you to loose these people right now just reach for and touch your screen right now and receive healing virtue every blind eye I command you to be open now sight be restored now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Deftus, I bind you in Jesus' name and I command you to go in Jesus' name. Deaf ears be open now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Right now, receive your miracle, whatever it is. If you're crippled right now, be healed in Jesus' name. Arise and walk. Arise now. Do something you couldn't do right now. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is coming upon you right now. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. And right now, if you don't know Jesus, I want you to say this. I repent of my sins. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. Jesus, I believe you died for me. Wash my sins away in your blood. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior, my King. I surrender my life to you. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and use me for your glory. I belong to you. 
Devils, get out of my life in Jesus' name. I give my life to Jesus Christ right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Be made whole in Jesus' name. I love you so much. May the Lord bless you and be with you and cause his face to shine upon you. See you next week.